Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hey, family, friends, and strangers. It's the Monday Matters podcast, and I'm Holly Cochran, your host. Today, I decided that I was needing a bit of a pep talk myself. I was needing to do a little bit of a hype song in my head as we are, it is December the 1st as I am recording this. And then I decided, okay, I've been doing this pep talk to people all week long. It was a full moon earlier this week and over the weekend. Uh, The illnesses have been running through people's homes like crazy. I've been having to do the pep talk on repeat all week. And we got to Friday and I felt like I was needing the pep talk myself. So as I decided to go about doing that in my head, I pushed record and I am going to share the kinds of things that I remind myself to do on the regular when life gets busy. It is December the 1st, which means we are heading into the holiday season. And for some of you listening, that is not going to change anything. You don't let any of the holiday season change or interfere or bog you down and you just roll with it. It's just another day. But for many of us, there's a lot of extra that goes on in the month of December. And I like things to be the same. I mean, I like to change it up all the time. I don't really like things to be the same, but I have a saturation point. And I know that December sometimes gets a little beyond my saturation point when it comes to entertaining and and not necessarily entertaining at my house, but just being entertained and being invited to things and wanting to do those things. Like I truly appreciate being invited places and want to be doing things, but December can be overwhelming. It can also be a a time of having to balance sadness and joy. And it's hard to balance sadness and joy sometimes. And you just have to have a little bit extra energy. A lot of people find the holiday season to not be the most joyous time of the year, but instead of being able to retreat and feel sorrow and sadness, you have to put on a happy face and move the elf around and, you know, do all the things because you got kids, you got people still relying on you. So I get that this can be a hard month. I get it because I'm here on December the 1st already needing to give myself a little bit of the pep talk. So I wrote down 10 things on this little piece of paper here in my office that I have adopted over the years. I would say even in the last five years, these have come into play even more in my life. And 10 years ago, I was not good at mm, probably 85% of them. So it's a work in progress but I am definitely ready to tackle this season more than I was 10 years ago. I continue to add things to this list every year, 
But I thought today I'm just going to give you my pep talk that I give to myself, share these little hints to get through the month. Some of them are pretty basic and you should be using them regularly. But when we forget during the busy times, they make more of an impact. So let's go through it. The first one is not rocket science. It is not the first time you're going to hear me say it, but it is drink your water. Honestly, when we get busy, we go to the city and we're shopping. Do you take enough water with you? Do you stop? Do you carry that heavy water into the store with you? I don't know. I know that I have been running around all day on Friday and I looked and the, the shaker cup that I filled up at 520 this morning hasn't been finished. And it was three o'clock in the afternoon when I realized that. Shame on me. I know better. I should not still be drinking out of the same shaker cup that I was drinking out of at 520 this morning. Drink your water. This is what I'm saying to myself in my head when I'm starting to crash this afternoon. I'm like, well, seriously, you haven't had any water this afternoon. So that's the basics. Start with the foundations. I could put all the foundations on here, but definitely sleep fits into this drinking of the water. Get the basics handled. You don't get to do the extras by getting rid of the basics. Number two in my pep talk as I head into this busy season is to find my protein. I don't want to be quickly grabbing high carb foods at the functions, at the, you know, parties, all that kind of stuff. When I go someplace, if I'm invited, I am going to be taking things like deviled eggs and cooked deer sausage, etc. I will be bringing the protein to the parties so that I know that it's there and I can find it. It makes me feel better. I eat less chips when I feel full. And sometimes when I am busy, I forget. Not nearly as much as I used to. This is something I've developed and I'm pretty good at. And I just want to stay on top of it for this month. Yes, I need my fiber. Yes, I have carbs. Yes, I eat vegetables, blah, blah, blah. I do all of those things. But if not conscious, I can get a little low in the protein as most people do. So I put it as my number two pep talk this weekend. Make sure I sort out the protein. And as the weekends get closer and closer to the season and we're busier and busier, I'm going to keep making sure I thaw the protein and cook it. Number three, and I wrote these as they popped into my head. I don't know if they're in any kind of certain order other than these are the ones that matter to me the most. So I wrote them in that order. Move your body, get outside and do it with friends. Now, if you have enough friends in your world and you need some alone time, maybe you want to combine this a little different. Move your body, get outside and take a walk by yourself. But I am finding that if I make plans with somebody to go for a walk, I am going out for a walk way easier. It's not even cold out. We've had a beautiful fall. I am not going to start whining about the weather. I promise you, I'm not. But I just know that it takes a little bit more in the season of winter for me to get outside and move. So 
I make sure I'm contacting a friend and stopping in. The other day, I parked my car down at the bargain shop. I walked past Kenzie's work on Main Street. I went to the post office, picked up the mail, and walked my car back to the bargain shop. That's all I'm talking about. Probably took me 15, 20 minutes out in the sunshine. If I hadn't done that, I would have been out, not outside for the entire day. But I sure felt better. And I had been preaching it all morning to people. It was a beautiful sunny day. I told everybody I was counseling to get outside, get some fresh air, go get the sunshine, blah, blah, blah. And then I realized, yeah, but then I sit here all day telling people that and I don't do it. So getting the mail, I did what I said everybody should be doing. Move my body, get outside, get some fresh air and invite a friend while I was at it. Number four that I wrote down on this sheet was to choose my fun. Now, I often say, choose your hard. Everything's hard. Which hard are you going to pick? But right now in this season, I am looking at all the things there can be to do. I want to go to the drama production in Balgoni. I want to go to the choir. I want to listen. I went to cornhole last night. I wanted to do that. I want to go to the staff party. That's I, I want to do all the things, but I know I can't do all the things. So I've been very conscious of looking at the big picture of December and choosing the fun that I want and then being okay with saying no, which was what I wrote down for number five. I've chosen the fun that I'm going to have. And so if I say no to the other things that come along now, if they don't, if they don't trump one of the things I've said yes to, I'm going to say no without any guilt. And sometimes people really appreciate the honesty. Like I have to say no, not because I don't love you and want to spend time with you. And honestly, if this was January, I would be saying yes. But of all the things I can say yes to in the month of December, I can't say yes to anything else. So I'm going to have to say next time or no thank you. People appreciate the honesty. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say I'm sorry. My husband's not feeling good. We won't be able to attend. I'm not going to say yes, I'm coming and then bail at the last minute. I'm going to say right up front, probably not going to be able to make it, but I appreciate the invite and I love you all the same. So four was to choose my fun and five is to say no without any guilt. Number six, <laughs> This is a motto of for me in my life. And some of you think maybe I shouldn't have this as my motto, but lower your expectations. And what I mean by that is sometimes we put the bar really high, high expectations of what our decorations look like, of what the gifts are that we're going to give people, how much time we're going to spend with our extended family, you know, um, what we're going to get for our children. Even though we've got them things all year round and our kids want for nothing, we have these expectations of what they should be getting because it's Christmas time. And I'm just giving myself the pep talk that it's okay to lower my expectations. Some people might think they can't get much lower, but really I don't, I don't set the bar so high anymore that I'm stressing right out to achieve the the bar that I set for myself to the point where I am not okay and I am unhealthy and I am, you know, no fun to be around. I, if I set that bar that high that it doesn't work for me, who do I have to blame? Nobody but myself. So instead of setting the bar too high, I'm going to set it at a reasonable level. 
what can I honestly pull off and enjoy doing and not set that bar too high? What can I honestly afford? Let's do that. Let's not reach beyond my means. Let's not try to prove anything. I'm just going to keep things really real. And if you don't like it, you're not my people. That's the, that's the thing that's the beauty of it all. I have worked hard at making sure I'm surrounded by some really solid, awesome humans in my life. And every one of them is okay with the expectations that we have of each other. That's my favorite thing. I've found the people <laughs> who help me to keep it really real and have those expectations. And I have the same of them. The people that had higher expectations of what I should be doing or, you know, handling, they're probably not around as much anymore. And I'm okay with that. So that was number six, lower my expectations. And I did that as I was, you know, trying to get the shopping done, as I was multitasking the Christmas card and how well was I going to write a little write-up for the Christmas? Do I need a write-up? Is anyone reading it? People are listening to me all the time. How about season's greetings, love the Cochrans? I don't need a little fancy write-up. Let's just cut to the chase. <laughs> so that was a pep talk I was giving myself. Lower your expectations. Here's number seven. Get rid of the clutter. Ever since I have been home from my holiday, I have been on a massive purging. Corey is just twisted right up about it all. He hates the fact that he hates when I get on the purging thing. He usually really, 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 really needed something that I've just thrown out that he hasn't touched or seen for years, but he really needed it the weekend I threw it out. Um, but I find when I'm busy and the season is busy and we try to bring extra people and extra decorations and, you know, extra events into my life, the already existing clutter. And by the definition of clutter, I mean the things that I don't need. Things that are there, probably because they've been there for a long time, but they're not serving me. I don't really enjoy them. They're bringing me, you know, some of them feel almost suffocating. When I get rid of that clutter, oh man, I just feel like I can go and do more things. And the clutter in my cupboards has literally nothing to do with whether or not I can go out on Friday evening with friends. The clutter in my cupboard should have nothing to do with that, but it does. I don't know if you get this or not, but if I spend some time just like clearing a space, all of a sudden it's like my entire being has more room. So I'm not saying you have time in your life right now to go on a huge rampage and declutter your entire house, but pick one corner that seems to be extra annoying right now and sort it out. I bet you it doesn't take you longer than 15 or 20 minutes maybe a half an hour at the top. But if you keep procrastinating that one corner, but then you finish that job and it feels good, you might just have a little bit more room in your entire soul for the things that are coming your way in the month of December. So that was mine. I, I put it on as number six, but I've already been engaging in it. The thought of bringing in the Christmas tree and all the decorations was giving me a little bit of a panic so before the Christmas tree came in, I got rid of a whole bunch of stuff and it wasn't even stuff in the living room where the Christmas tree went. I just needed to create space in my soul. That was number six. Okay. Nope. Sorry. That's number seven. Get rid of the clutter. Number eight, be quiet and breathe. 
I never used to do this. This is new for me, like just in the last few years. And I have embraced it 100%. Probably 20% of the time, there's noise in my car. There is noise in my car as far as like a radio or a podcast when my family is there. Kate, Kate always has to be the DJ. Corey likes to listen to stuff. But if I'm alone in my car, there is silence. Even if it's just me going up to the co-op and coming back to the gym, silence. It's amazing how good it feels to be in quiet. And I challenge you when it starts to become overwhelming and you start to not be able to understand or not to be able to make a decision and it feels a little bit tight in the chest, I want you to make space for some quiet and breathe. And I know that you have little kids if you are listening to this and you, I mean, if you are listening to this and you have little kids, it might be when they're finally asleep. It might be with your AirPods in and you just tune them out for a little while. Don't put anything on. You don't need to listen to every something at all times. Listen to the silence. See if you can hear some peace and some sanity coming back into your life in the quiet stillness of just a few moments with a few solid breaths. I don't know why I've chosen my car as such a sanctuary, but it is. It is my quiet place. It is where I sit sometimes. I have been known to park my car directly in the sun in Regina and just take 15 minutes to myself before I head into the next store for no reason other than I don't want any noise just yet. I need the quiet and the silence. It makes such a huge difference for me and my well-being that I wanted to remind myself and give myself this pep talk that I might need a few extra moments. I do it often now and maybe a little bit more when I'm busy. Three minutes is really not a long time until you've closed your eyes and started doing some really awesome breath work. Three minutes can be a game changer. So take the time to be in a quiet space, create the silence and breathe. That's my number eight. Number nine, this is a reminder for myself to get rid of my phone. I need to get rid of my phone more often than I do. So right now, when I know my energy is going in a little bit extra is, is, is being taken from me just a little bit more, which I'm giving it away willfully. The phone also sucks my energy, the Instagram, the scrolling, the answering the people and the funny memes and the, you know, putting the heart on the text message and all that kind of stuff can be a lot. When I take my phone and I go put it away somewhere and in an hour I come back or two hours even, I just feel like, okay, look at in two hours, I had, a, you know, I really missed very little, even if I've got, you know, 15 new snaps and 10 new messages and a voicemail and whatever, all that can go on. But again, I'll deal with it pretty quickly when I come back to the phone, but I've had two hours of being more um, protective 
of what I choose to look at, listen to, maybe nothing. I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to put that phone away and enjoy some people, enjoy my surroundings, enjoy some time in my office. And maybe I'm going to read something without looking at the phone. Has anybody ever been reading a book and caught themselves stopping just to see what's happening on their phone and then going back and reading the book again? If you know what I'm talking about, you need to put the phone away. I am guilty of this and that's how I know it becomes very addictive. And so it's great to put it in a drawer for a little while and just get rid of it. The last one I kind of touched on when I talked about the basics, but I wrote it on here because I needed this reminder. I need to sleep when I can. I'm probably going to get a little bit less sleep in December. We're going to stay out doing things like going to the play or to the choir or to the fun cornhole tournament. I may get a little less sleep and you know what? I may miss a few workouts. I may choose sleep in the morning versus going to bed early. I don't know when I'm going to, I may say no to something on the weekend because I want to wake up because my body wakes me up, but then be able to fall back to sleep if I can. I want to make sure that I am putting the time into my life to get the sleep I know I so desperately need. And during the season of December, if I did one less workout in the week and had one or two extra hours instead of that workout, it would be so beneficial. The extra workouts are not necessarily going to be game changers, but the sleep might be. I need to tell myself that I'm not married to somebody who honors or values it for themselves. They don't need, Corey doesn't need the kind of sleep that I need. So me saying I'm not coming on whatever day I'm sleeping in instead doesn't fly. He, that he is never going to choose that with me. That's okay. I, I don't really care. Just leave quietly. I'm going to stay and sleep in this, this day. That is how I stay, um, sane. We're gonna, I'm going to just say it. I am better when I have had some good sleeps. So if I, I feel for you moms, I know some of you have no choice and you are trudging through that season. I am not necessarily referring to you other than if you can sleep, sleep. When you can fit it in, this is not the time to burn the candle at both ends. I never think it's the time to burn the candle at both ends anymore, but I especially think this is not the time for you to try to stay up late and get up early and do all, all the things. I have been known to start baking things way too late just because we needed more Christmas baking around. I have been known to wrap presents individually, 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 because the more things you unwrap, the happier your soul is going to be. I no longer believe those kinds of things. I first of all, don't think we need that much baking around. I am not going to sacrifice any sleep to do that. My kids are too old to think one present versus 11 presents, 11 being better. No, they might get everything put into one gift bag with some tissue paper hidden until the morning of December 25th. 
I am no longer going to be up wrapping every single thing behind their back when they're not home or they're in bed because everybody needs to unwrap a million things. Those are the expectations I'm lowering. Now, would the kids necessarily think that's awesome? No, I don't care. They also don't think it's a really awesome when I am grouching around exhausted. So I have to pick, <laughs> I have to pick my fun. I have to pick my hard. And if I need to have, maybe I'll get enough sleep that I'll get to wrap up things and do, do it all. But if I can't do it all, I'm fine with lowering the expectations and getting done what I can do and just hoping everybody is fine with that, which they always are. They always are. These are my 10 things that I'm going to keep this note on my desk for the rest of the season. This is the pep talk I'm having with myself right now on December the 1st. Won't be the only time I say these things. I promise I will do better and have drank more water by three o'clock in the afternoon tomorrow. This is not going to become a thing. And I hope you make your own list. You do not have to do my 10 things, but if you make a list and you're aware of what helps you through the season, what will help you to stay sane and to manage the, your own expectations. If you know you have a list, write it down, make it visible, make your own list of 10 things, five things, whatever it is, that is your own personal little pep talk. That's my challenge for you. We can do this. We can get through this season stronger, happier and healthier, come out the other side and crush the new year. So I hope you all have a fantastic month. I will see you next Monday on the Monday Matters podcast. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2 Health with Holly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.